What's popping, everybody? Bren Boy here, chilling in the Rip City basement, bridging the gap between hip hop fanatics, demand to hear technique, and Portland's electronic obsession. Today, I'm chilling with Las Vegas, Nevada rapper, very unique, gritty style. Please welcome to the show, Toxic. Peace. How's it going? It's going good, bro. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, absolutely, man. I saw you first in Portland at the Star Theater. You were opening for Dizzy Wright, Dimrick, DJ Hoppa. What a show, bro. You really you really did your thing up there, man. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Yeah, we had a good-ass time, bro. It was, it was, that was my first time in Portland. What was your first impression when you got to Portland? Like, everyone's got, like, something that's kind of like, well, this is different, but what did you notice that stood out? You know, I didn't know how, how much of a big city it was. You know, I, when I think of Oregon, I thought, you know, I'm from Vegas, so all we got is the desert. So when I think of Oregon, you know, I'm thinking just big greenery, you know what I'm saying? So I, didn't, I didn't realize it was like, you know, there was a big city, you know, as well. So that was like the first first thing I noticed, you know what I mean? But it, it had a vibe to it. I'm, I'm rocking with Portland. That's tight. There was definitely a lot of people at your guys' show. I mean, the house was packed. Yeah, it was live, bro. That whole the whole house was going crazy. I mean, man, I'm such a big city kid, man. When it comes to just tall buildings and you know alleyways and just crazy traffic, I'm just it just excites me, man. It's something about it that you know feels like home to me. So when I got here, you know, it had a bit of like a mixed vibe of you know maybe like some San Francisco versus you know kind of New Yorkish. It's, it had a, it has a few different vibes here, but. You know, I'm uh, I'm liking. Um, it was the first time we had some good weather, so I was I've been liking the weather so time. You know, the whole time we we we've, we've been very cold lately. <laughs> How did this whole rapping thing start? Was it always? Were you always a, a rapper? Or did you play instrument first? Tell me a little bit about the birth of this. Well, my my family's always been heavy in the music. My dad uh, was what uh, I mean, he still raps now. Uh, my older brother was a very very popular name and. Las Vegas growing up and and they all just kind of held a uh, you know kind of stature in Vegas that I had to kind of match you know what I mean when I when I got into it so uh, it really started out with just family you know I got into uh, audio engineering really early around like 13 um, and I just started to kind of like learn the process myself you know what I mean through through just recording myself mixing myself you know, learning how to write better and, and just getting better over time. And yeah, it just blossomed, you know, blossomed over time. So, but it's, it's been about a good 15 years in the game. So, you know, so far, just as far as like taking the craft seriously and, and you know, just consistently progressing. You remember the first song or beat or freestyle that you kicked that just made everybody around you go, well, damn, I think he's got it. Like what, you know? What was that I mean, moment? I mean, you know, I feel I feel like it, if it was for everybody else, you know, it might have been like the I don't know, maybe the one one of the first songs I ever came out with. But like those those songs are long gone, like off the internet and everything. I don't even have them in my possession. <laughs> I don't have, I made sure those audio files don't even exist. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do know what you mean, bro. Because when yeah. you put it out, you're so excited about it you're like oh I, i'm finally you think like you're popping your collar about it and then a few years later you put out something that's like three steps higher and you're like i don't want to show that to anybody like, exactly it's, a, it's almost cringeworthy so you got to get to a point where it's like wherever you put out it's not it's no cringe in it years later then then it's good like from there that's when, you know what i mean you got to be smart about it 
<laughs> okay, well, let me ask you that then. What was the first single or first project that you put out that you were like, yeah, I'm not deleting this. And still to this day, it still holds some weight. Uh, you can check it out. It's the very first album you go back to on, my, on like any of my platforms. It's called North Fifth, um, N5TH. Uh, it's a street I grew up on in Las Vegas. And it just, it, it pretty much painted my whole childhood or you know, upbringing, essentially. And uh, uh, yeah, that was, that that one's with my boy DJ Final um, back in Las Vegas. And, and it's a joint project and we just... We, we went crazy on that. We, we took so much time putting in uh, work into the transitions and, and into the uh, post-production and, you know, just heavy mixing. So it's, it was, that's, that's the first one that I'm like, you know, I was, I'm, I'm always solid on that one. Was that the biggest difference then was just the mixing and mastering and like the production quality? Yeah, I think, I think it's, you know, it's just a standard, like you got to keep with yourself. You know what I mean? If you, if you, up to a certain standard and you always are, are reaching to meet that and it's a, and it's the standard that you don't consistently meet or you have you haven't done before you know what i mean it's just it's just setting the goal for yourself so yeah if you're gonna try to put yourself out there with these major players your your music has to be up at that level you know sound quality wise you know when they hear it you want people to immediately you know have nothing to say they could say like oh maybe i don't like his rhymes but you can't say it yeah. don't sound good you know yeah. you can't say yeah. it's not mastered good and a lot of it has it has to just do with building an original sound and like always always straying away from trying to do the the same thing other people are doing you know or building your building your own sound is a difficult thing to do so working with you know dj final on that project he brought he brought out a lot of originality out of it because he's he's completely posing a lot of the, the music from you know from pure scratch you know i mean there's barely any samples through that through that uh project a lot of the time so um that 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 brought out a lot of different aspects of it you you put some different production on the table and it's like okay now now you know i can i can kind of scale my skill and figure out you know like i can do some different i can test my ability you know what i mean challenge myself so turned into a whole different situation after that and how about today? Has your style changed up a little bit? Have you started incorporating new stuff? Uh, tell me a little bit about how you would define your sound. Uh, I'm I'm very urban at this point. Like I think I can go everywhere with it. But like, um, as as far as like what the type of music that I'm currently making or that I'm focused on making um, in the near future is it's definitely just very youthful, very urban hip-hop but you know i'm always i'm always rapping like i'm always I'm, i always incorporate sophisticated complex lyrics you know what i mean so i can dumb it down to a certain extent and make things fun you know what i mean make it make it wavy and, and it doesn't always have to be this hardcore like super hard rap um but yeah i would i would define it as as urban for sure but like i, I could always take it anywhere if i decide to at a point in time to just take it straight hip-hop boom bap then i'll do that you know what i mean for a full project or you know what i mean i'll go auto tune and do some you know some whole other shit people wouldn't expect you know what i mean so and even like during the show i can't really do a lot of the a lot of the studio vocals you know what i mean that i that i do um that you know that i do on the actual record so you'll see the you'll see the performance and i'm rapping the whole time pretty much but you go hear the records and sometimes I'm singing on them, you know what I mean? A little different or harmonizing. So 
when they hand you a, a 58 to wrap on, you know, it, it's not a condenser mic that you're used to, or, uh, you know, something that, you know, you're not in an isolated booth. It's going to come out a little different when you're entertaining versus exactly. when you're recording it. So, exactly. I mean, you can, you know, you can set it up to where you got some auto tune on your mic. You know what I mean, you know, people like Travis Scott does that and shit, but like other times, you know, it just calls for, for straight rap, you know, straight, you know, solid vocals. So it's about what you can do while you're jumping around and being super active and not many could try to hold a note, you know what I mean, while you're doing all that extra stuff. I feel it, man. I mean, especially being on tour and, and coming out as an opening act, you're supposed to be the the person that gets people hyped up, that gets the, the uh, ticket buyers excited about this show. So yeah. you kind of need to give them that that energy you know give them something to feel as they walk in the door yeah that's the whole premise behind behind our set is just just pumping and you know we come from vegas so it's like we're trying to get the party started you know what i mean (laughs) oh baby let's go how did you get your name toxic and what's up with the spelling like what was the whole thing behind that when you first started coming out as an artist my older brother uh his name is su su supreme like supreme really is is the is the full title and so but he, he, he kind of abbreviates it and just says SU a lot of the time and uh so when I was growing up a lot of people just used to call me Lil SU just as his you know baby brother and uh I had to kind of escape that 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 one title you know what I mean not the not the position I, I love being little brother to it but I couldn't really make my own you know style out of that so uh just bouncing back and forth with my with some of my homies. Uh, one of my homeboys just called me one day and was like, "Bro, I was like, I got it. Like the way the way you rap, bro, bro, it's toxic. That just it just sounds right." And you know, I was like, I was with it, but I was still like questioning it. And that's that's why you know I kind of like switched up the spelling to kind of like give it a more of a, a character or more of a theme to it. You know what I mean? Tell me a little bit about the vision for toxic what's next what's the ultimate uh in, in your head like where do you see yourself i mean you know right now it's like you know you take the day by day since we're independent and, and you never really know where it's where it goes you know what i mean i mean i i wouldn't i didn't see myself you know on tour you know, out of nowhere and, and two months three months after i found out you know i'm here so it, it it'll take you places you can't really can't really plan on but um longevity is what I'm focused on and, and just being around for a long time and being consistent and showcasing my work ethic, you know what I mean, and showcasing variety and just proving that, you know, I could take it here, I could take it there. There's no nowhere that, you know, I can't I can't go with the music thing. Even when it comes to production, engineering, all of that, the back, you know, behind the scenes, I wanna make I wanna make sure everything is displayed you know at it at its highest degree think about people who are big pop stars like prince and michael jackson like the rehearsal behind these guys you know what they attention to every little detail you know that's superstardom legendary for the rest of you know even when you die people are still rocking with you you know so if you're gonna even shoot for something remotely close to that you go you gonna have to take it serious like like you're talking about you know up all the screws man you gotta make sure everything's better, you know from top to bottom man just just always strive for perfection you're never gonna get perfect but 
you never know in other people's eyes. That's that's what it may be. You know what I mean, a lot of times us looking at people like Michael Jackson and Prince, I don't think they ever, you know, performed. And we were like, oh, my God, it was it wasn't you know, he didn't do it perfectly. Like a lot of times we don't see what what the artist sees. You know what I mean? We're our, we're our biggest critics. So as long as you just strive for perfection, you'll you'll get very near to it. Yeah. Tell us about the project that you're promoting while you're on this tour. What's the title? The project is is titled Clear Run. Uh, it just dropped March 15th, this last month. And um, yeah, man, it's, we're, we're, take, we're taking it on the road. We got a chance to you know drop a project and, and perform those songs immediately. I mean, for the whole country. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's my most prized possession right now. I'm trying to, you know, really, really market and push this as, as far as I can. I love it, man. Tell everybody where we can find you on Instagram or TikTok. At Toxic, T-O-X-S-I-K-K. I mean, don't forget the spelling. Perfecto, brother. Hey, really great chatting with you. Thank you for being on the show. Everybody, this is Toxic. Go check out the new project, Clear Run. Thank you for joining us on the Rip City Basement, bridging the gap between hip-hop fanatics, demand to hear technique, and Portland's electronic obsession. My name is Bren Boy, Toxic. Enjoy the rest of the tour, brother. We'll talk to you real soon. Appreciate you, brother. Peace. Peace.